Previously on the Omen podcast. Right, so we've got to get to the other side of the island, but between us and that, there are going to be dragons absolutely everywhere. I'm going to be perfectly upfront with you, okay? But through this entire conversation, I, what I can't get out of my head is the image of throwing you out of the back of the truck. I will sacrifice you given the slightest opportunity for even amusement. Uh, you find yourself what looks like a remote control. Ooh, neat, I say and put it in my bag. I feel like I can't win, man. What do I, can I do to convince you that bringing <laughs> civilians into a war zone is a good idea? <laughs> Absolutely nothing <laughs> whatsoever. I would like to use trust me and try to keep them here. Five people come out of the bunker with you. Oh, I know who these five people are. So all of them have families. Okay. That's important because we're going to save their lives. You all collect your things and head towards the exit of the bunker. What will happen next? Find out on this exciting episode of Omen. So it's you, it's Kane, Fatima, Bob, Gerald, Gerald, and Penny. That's got to be Fatima, right? Is it Fatima? Fatima, yeah. Fatima, yeah. Bob, Gerald, Gerald, and Penny, and also you three. <laughs> <laughs> Big old party. Big old party full of full of fun, delicious snacks, and you uh, go towards the entrance of the bunker, and the bunker opens up. And I don't know if any of you guys have watched Rain of Fire. Yes. It's like Rain of Fire out there right now. Oh, yes. Good movie. Yeah. Rain of Fire is a very good film. Um, I have not seen it. Vis- I'm putting it on my list. You haven't seen it? Oh, you need to. Oh, it's good. It has Matthew McConaughey um, and Christian Bale in a movie about Christian Bale. dragons? Yep. Yeah. In England. Dragons in England. It's the dragon post apocalypse. It's... I'm not sure good's the right word, but it's definitely entertaining. Yeah, it's a very entertaining film. Uh, so you go out, you go out, you go out, um, the, the bunker doors open up slowly and you look out across the visitor center area and it has been torched. The only surviving buildings are the Margaritaville and that's it. <laughs> well, at least it's living up to its name. On fire, I uh, uh-huh. I just got it. That's so good. No, it's not. <laughs> Kane <clears throat> points towards the visitor center and goes, "Well, that was where we were gonna go get a jeep from, but it's gone now, so we're gonna have to make our way on foot." There are no other vehicles in this park. Well, there were some over in that building over there, but as you can see, it's been toasted. Right. We might be able to find a vehicle in one of the um, ranger stations. Uh, the ranger stations, just to be clear, are the little um, sort of towers that I've marked on the map. Mm. So if you make your way to one of those, you may be able to find some supplies or useful stuff uh, to make your way across this map. Oh, it's like an open world game. You find the towers and you get the, the supplies. You do. Uh, and, and you reveal a bit of the map. 
and all the sort of mini mini challenges you can do in that area. Wow, I didn't know you worked for Ubisoft. Congratulations on the new job. Thank you. Thank you. No, I just work on another AAA game. Uh, no, so you are now standing there. The golden dragon from earlier that ate Dr. Macklem is currently sleeping next to the Margaritaville and the road towards Opal, and I'm going to mark this on the map so you've got it. This one here Ooh. is currently kind of free and just slightly charred and ashen at the minute. How does everyone feel about going down the charred and ashen path towards the dragon that uh, Annabelle had a really great personal moment with before? Well, if it's already burned, then there's probably not much else to burn on it except us. Makes sense to me. That, that's Australian fire logic. I too have studied Australian fire logic. You're just saying that to be cool, Kane. No. Can I? No, I'm not. Can I? Can I roll to see whether or not he's lying about Australian fire magic? Yeah, there's no way you're able. <laughs> this is already Kane. I don't know what you do. I don't know what you do. Uh, um, read a bad situation, maybe. Uh. Plus sharp. That's just. That's 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 a four. He definitely knows Australian fire magic. Yeah, Australian fire logic. This. Yeah. What's the first rule of Australian fire logic? Don't talk about Australian fire logic. Heck yeah. Yeah, it is. Whoa, 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 whoa. that usually it's always talk about. But you know what? You must have learned a advanced variant. Yeah, I'm, I'm from the school of of burnt, burnt, burnt uh, Brisbane? I'm from the school of Burnt, burnt Brisbane, yeah. Brisbane. Burnt Brisbane. Great. Yeah. L let's move towards an objective now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the group of you make your way down the road uh, towards the first gate. Um, and Dr. Martin opens up the gate. The gate slowly and slightly crumbly opens up. Uh, and you make your way into Opal's exhibit. You were here last night, so you kind of roughly know the lay of the land for at least the opening area of Opal's exhibit, sort of this area here on the map. And you are now making your way through the exhibit. What would you like to do whilst you're in here? Find Opal. Find Opal. Okay. Yeah, look out for dragons, not get burnt. Okay. Is there a way to roll for this, or should I just say you find Opal? <laughs> Act under pressure is like the generic role yeah. in this, like you do a thing. Yeah, go for that. Um, I would say, Annabelle, you do this because you've got the connection to this dragon. <laughs> but also, if there's not a time pressure, generally you just do the thing. No, okay, that's true. You got a five, though. If we both help out, can that get you to a seven? Only one person can help out, according to the rules, anyway. Well, okay, I'm going to say that you're all, you're all calling out for Opal and you're all trundling around this place, uh, and you eventually make your way uh, down the road and you get yourself to the ranger station. Uh, the ranger station, uh, there are a couple of large feet, like footprints around this area. Uh, the ranger station <laughs> reaches up above the... <laughs> trees why are you laughing sorry is this the idea of a couple of large feet being strewn around <laughs> a couple of large feet on the ground they're not attached to anything large things have large feet there are, there are a couple of like um footprints everywhere and there's this ranger station that is pointing up uh, off the ground that goes through the canopy of the trees and up into the sky um so you could use that to spot opal if you wanted climb the tower and go look for opal okay you get to the top of the tower can someone please roll 
to read a bad situation for me. I can't roll higher than a six today. Can somebody else do it? Are you all climbing the tower, by the way? <laughs> no. I, I will attempt to climb a tower, if you're cool with that, Annabelle. Yeah, I mean, I'm climbing. I'm trying to, trying to be a normal person, you know? Yep. Ooh. Climbing with you. Try- Annabelle so doesn't like the wings. <laughs> Too much attention. Look, Annabelle, you're just like me, a normal person who people trust. <laughs> yeah, but for some reason they trust you a bit better, and I don't think I'm ever going to realize or understand entirely why. Because, you know, you're a track record versus mine. It's because I'm a dubiously straight white man. <laughs> Oh dear. I don't like it when you speak truth. <laughs> you make your way to the top of the tower and you're at the top of the tower. Can you roll for a ba- read a bad situation? Koala, what do your Australian eyes see? Uh, with my Australian eyes, I see... Plus sharp. I see a... I see five... <laughs> I see five... Just a big five, five rising from the ocean. And I feel a deep sense of distress in my soul when I stay very, and I'm very quiet and still. Oh, I should, I should remark, by the way, I keep forgetting this, but every time you fail a roll, you're supposed to mark experience. Oh, yes, you are. Cool. Oh. Please do that. That would have been nice to know earlier. Uh, Yeah, forget about that. Where's the sheet? I don't understand the sheet. Yeah, use the sheet in the game to track that kind of thing. I will. I just have to find the field to do it. And this sheet is so bad. It is a bad sheet, isn't it? You made a very good sheet for ellipses. Thank you for having made that sheet. You're welcome. So, Koala, you are staring out of the top of this ranger station, and you're looking directly at the trunk of a tree, and you're just like, hmm, interesting. <laughs> I don't think I see anything, Annabelle. Annabelle, what do you want to do? Um, I, can, can I also look, even though... Absolutely. All right. Wow, a seven. Oh, that's lucky. Uh, you get to... You ask one question. What's my best way in? What's my best way out? Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? What's the biggest threat? What's most vulnerable to me? Or what's the best way to protect the victims? What's the best way to protect the victims? Not be in the tower. Oh, okay. Because you look out and you see a large shaking mass in the trees coming towards the tower. Hey. Koala, how good are you at landing on your feet? Pretty good. I push Koala out of the tower. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Koala, please roll for... Um, oh, God, what would this be? What would this be? In fact, I I've, honestly think I, he would just take harm. I'm, I'm going to yeah. uh, privately message you a, a thing uh, very quickly. Okay, that's fine. That's concerning. It is. I scream very, very loudly. But no one sees me hit the ground. Koala just disappears. Where did he go? Okay, well, uh, <laughs> I use angel wings and teleport to Dr. Martin. Oh, You let your angel wings fly, you jump off the tower, and you hover to the ground. It is at that moment that Opal comes crashing through the trees and slams into the side of the ranger outpost, uh, causing it to buckle and start to fall over. Uh, Opal is freaking the hell out and is trying to claw away at the back of its neck. I pop up next to uh, Annabelle and uh, Martin and go like, "Man, I can't believe we were all here to see that. That this is this is a lot, isn't it?" 
Man, for a second, I, I just hoped you had died. Oh, man, I've hoped that too. Wow. <laughs> Opal is now thrashing about and trying to, like, rub against the metal of the ranger station to try and, like, get the thing out the back of her neck. Wait, let me try something. And I pull out the remote and just tap the button. You tap the button, and Opal becomes suddenly docile again. Hey! And collapses on the floor. I, I turned off the dragon, everyone. Was that a good thing? You notice that her breathing's very shallow. I'd like to use telepathy to sort of get a read on the situation. I, you, I, want I want to, you want to telepathize the dragon. I want to telepathize. I want to empathize with the dragon. I want to empathize telepathically and mm-hmm. uh, find out how it's feeling because it doesn't seem like it's in a great place right now, based off your description. No. no. Okay. All right. Uh, how do you do telepathy again? I roll as normal, but it's in telepathic now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like what? talking. It's okay. it's the normal moves of manipulating someone or investigating okay. a mystery, except that you do it with your brain instead of your mouth. All right, I guess it's investigate a mystery then. Uh, it's actually a really bad oh, situation, sorry. but we've got that is a border. That's a borderline seven. What the hell is a borderline seven? It's a it's a seven. It's a seven. I, okay, because a borderline like seven to me is a six. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so you get seven. So you get to ans- ask one of those questions. So what's my best way in? What's my best way out? I please do not ask me those about a dragon, mm-hmm. especially a female dragon. <laughs> uh, are there any dangers we haven't noticed? What's the biggest threat? What is most vulnerable to me? What's the best way to protect the victims? In this case, the victim being the dragon. What's the best way to protect the victims? Remove the item from their neck and then try to heal them, I would say, is your best bet. So, Or you can kill her oh. if you want to kill it. Annabelle, judging from your gasps, you have strong feelings on not killing this particular dragon. Oh yeah, we will have uh, words with our fists. Then why don't we get that thing out of its head? Kane, did you install the things in their head? No, that was Dr. Marklum. And he's dead now. What happened to Dr. Macklem? He's dead. I want, I, I'm looking at him. I was like, no, but like, how did he die? I look at him specifically because I want him to relive the memory of how Dr. Macklem died. But you were right there, Koala. You were right there. He went into one of the shops and, and the dragon went in after him and bit his head clean off. How did that make you feel? I didn't really like the guy, so I didn't really feel that much. Oh, you're a sociopath. Please try to take the. So, so... He was a bit of a prick. <sighs> I didn't really like him. He was, he 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 was doing weird, do, doing loads of weird shit on the side. I didn't like it. What do you mean by weird? He looks at you and goes, mm, uh, "No, uh, I probably shouldn't say. Not in front of the boss, anyway." I take him three steps to the left and then say, "So, what are you talking about, mate?" <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to roll to manipulate someone for this. Okay. And my dude, he's still, he's still his normal chair. brand of green right now. You need to make him go pale again. So I rolled. That's a ten. That's a ten. Yeah. All right. What do you want to ask him? I think we established before that at the slightest inclination, if I just feel like it, I will murder you. I didn't save the world. I almost damned it, bro. I, I stuffed myself inside of a living tiger. I operated its body like a puppet. I felt its body purr around me as we moved in synchronicity to engineer a mecha to kill a god. Do you think I'm going to think twice about taking your little goblin body and taking this docile dragon and slowly mashing its teeth onto your spine? Now tell me what the fuck I want to know! Jesus Christ! 
holy shit. He has gone, uh, he has gone like as pale as a goblin could possibly go. <laughs> um, and the goblin, uh, he looks at you and goes, right, fine. Dr. Macklin was doing some secret, like on, on the side drug deals. Of course he was. Wait, can I even hear this? No. Never mind. I didn't say anything. Martin, there's something I need to say that again for my friend, for reasons that we have discussed. Dr. Macklem was uh, selling some parts to uh, some bidders uh, from from certain dragons. Wait, you can make drugs out of dragons? Uh... The blue dragons on the other side of the island, you can you can grind them up and their, their scales are a powerful hallucinogen. Did he do anything weird with the control chips that like we could take advantage of to save this dinosaur or... We just go through all of that to find out that the clearly sketchy scientist was also a drug dealer, which, like, all I'd have to do is look at Martin what? to figure that kind of thing out. <laughs> I don't deal. Recreational use, it's fine. I, the base is on international ground. I'm pretty sure we've established that you either have create or have created just hardcore drugs. This guy doesn't seem like the kind of guy who would make drugs. I make bad decisions, but not that bad. Bad decision-making is a bit of a drug. That explains Koala. <laughs> Koala's getting high off his own supply. He's addicted. No, but but seriously, now, now that... Okay, so he's dealing the drugs to the dragons. Does that mean... What does that, what does that mean? Well, it means that before this, like, it, it, would, it would load up the... Um, he'd load up the submarine and take them off the island. I don't know what to do with this information. Annabelle, uh, we're talking about a drug dealer. Can you help? I, I, I was trying to... Give some emotional support to Penny, but I guess I can talk about morally questionable things with you. I really just want a signature, please. I'll sign. I'll, I'll sign. I, I work for Omen. No. Nobody ever wants my signature. You know what, Penny? I, I can do you one better. We were working on getting a scholarship, full ride for little, little special girls like you. And we can... I'll send you all the way through college. Wow. You just gotta keep kicking butt and doing the right thing. Okay. That is not in the budget, Annabelle. It's in my budget. Annabelle has a separate budget. God damn. I'm intrigued by the type of person who would say, you know what children love? Scholarships. <laughs> That's a child's priority when presented with their idol. I don't know. Have you seen Gen Z? Gen Z are very, very, like, future-orientated. Practical. Very practical. Look, she is a t- little taekwondo girl that's got her head on right and has confidence and head of her class and all those good things and I just believe in her so much. I broke a man's arm once. <gasps> Did he deserve it? Yeah. Good job. Thank you. We should probably save your dragon friends. They're dying. Yeah. Okay. I want to roll to figure out if Penny of the many talents can perform <laughs> surgery. <laughs> what would what would the roll for that be? I don't think that's a roll. <laughs> I think read a bad situation. Then, oh. that, then that is a seven. Okay, and I would say, what's my best way in? Is your best option? <laughs> oh. What's what's my best way in? Question mark. Bob. Bob. Bob is your best way in. The ice cream man. The ice cream man. I walk over to Bob and I say, Bob. Yeah. Do you have some secret talents you haven't told us about? Oh, an ice cream man, and he brings out his scooper. Oh. Oh no. I have been serving ice cream since I was 20 years old at my family's ice cream factory. Oh. Uh, but don't they just stuff the ice cream into boxes and bags and packages? 
Yeah, but we also serve them in cones. But what would it like? So getting the chip out, it'll be like a trying to get the cockroach out of the ice cream. Exactly. So you can still serve it up. Exactly, just like the cockroaches. Uh, the cockroaches that <laughs> often exist in the north of England. Well, you're from north of England, clearly. The best part is I can't tell whether or not this is a joke. Could you could you scoop the chip out for us without hurting her? I can give it a go. If my name isn't Bob's Scoops Davidson. Is that your given name? <laughs> yeah. Okay, Great. just checking. Yeah. The Davidson and Davidson's Creameries. It's a family name. It's a family D- name, yeah. D&D and- D Creams, yes. D&D Creams. Mm. Everyone loves a bit of D&D Creams. <laughs> so let's talk less about D&D Creams and more about you... Uh, scooping a, a dangerous thing right out of a dragon's neck. Please. He walks over to Opal with trepidation, holding his ice cream scooper in his hand triumphantly, and he plunges the scooper into the back of the dragon's neck. Uh, there is a twist and a pop, and the dragon's mind control chip is popped out. I am never eating at this any any of this man's ice cream or any ice cream that his family is associated with. That's disgusting. You don't want a D&D cream? <laughs> I, I'm going to use lay on hands and try to heal the wound on back of Opal's neck. Good oh, job. Why don't you heal her wings? Like I can heal multiple parts. We'll see how well oh. it goes. Maybe she can okay. fly us uh, back to where we need to go. Oh, God, please don't. That's why I say wings. That's a six. Um, however, I'm going to spend luck on this. Okay, you're going to bend some luck. And so. magically turn it into a 12. Very nice. Okay, you bend the luck and you lay your hands on the dragon's neck. The wound starts to close up and you feel heat course through your body as the dragon starts to lift itself up as its wing reforms and it then looks at all of you and it bows. Uh, I bow back. Bow back, Opal. You bow back. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the dragon at first seems a little bit confused. It looks like it's trying to like remember something, but it can't quite remember it yet. It, it's it's searching its brain for something, and then shortly afterwards, you hear in your ears. Thank you. Oh shit! Hello. Hi. That's my line. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one time that Annabelle can say hi. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Do you want to say hello? Yeah. Oh, hello. Hello. Opal bows towards you again, Annabelle. Thank you for saving me. I've been trapped in my own mind for so long now. I thought it would never end. Your kindness will be remembered, Annabelle St. John. Could... Could you help us now? What would you ask of me, human? I will do anything to repay this life debt. We need to get, uh... Anything? Oh, you hush. Anything within reason, old man. Her eyes look very sort of confused and uncomfortable. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, we're trying to get the, uh, innocent folk off this island so they don't get hurt. Do you wish for me to go get them and take them somewhere? Uh, there's a submarine on the northeast side of the island. Could you get him over there? I can do this for you, Annabelle. It is the least I can do. Do you require anything else of me? When I leave here, I will not be back until everyone is rescued. I mean, I think... Do we need anything else? No. I think we'll be fine. Fine as we can be. Yeah. 
sooner we get to the submarine, the better. Very well. I will do this. Opal comes up to you, Annabelle, and she pushes her snout forward again, like she did on the night last time. Is it is it rude to pet something that's sentient? I don't understand. <laughs> oh, don't worry. It's fine. I like this kind of thing. It's super cute. Really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I'm not. It's totally platonic. Don't worry. Okay. Uh, platonically pet her snout. It's nice. It's real yeah. cool. Feels good. Yeah. It's nice to just have a sincere good moment. Yeah. We don't get them enough in this series. It's always just chopping off faces and killing things, so it's nice to have a, a moment of, of, of placidity. Can you mention something else that someone else does? <laughs> um, uh, as soon as one of us does something as bad as you. <laughs> <laughs> I will see you all very soon, children of the First Men. Farewell, and be careful around my brethren. They have not learned as much as I. The dragon then lifts back and lets out a roar and flies off into the sky and heads back towards the visitor center. And on that lovely note, we're going to end this episode of the podcast. I'll see you next time. Bye. The Omen Podcast is powered by Monster of the Week. If you like what you're hearing, please rate us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. You can tweet to us at the hashtag OmenCast, that's O-M-E-N-Cast, and who knows, maybe we'll name a character after you. Please spread the word about the podcast, every new fan helps. Consider joining our Discord, links are on the Twitter, and if you really like us, consider supporting us on Patreon. Thank you for listening, and remember, stay vigilant. You never know what's out there.